Hassan. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. This is Radio Sanger 107.9 FM. I'm Dr. Hena. I'm on every Sunday morning and I start my shows at 10 o'clock. Radio Sangam is on 107.9 FM in Huddersfield and all the surrounding areas of Yorkshire. We're on DAB, Manchester, Birmingham and Glasgow. Loads of people are listening on an app on their phone, the Radio Sangam app, and you might be listening online on www.radiosangam.co.uk. Today I'm joined in the studio um, by a GP colleague. So Dr. Saeed Iqbal is here with me today. Um, do you want to just say hello and just introduce yourself and and then I'll explain what we're going to talk about today. Hello, assalamu alaikum. Uh, my name is Sayyid Amjad Iqbal. I'm a GP in Huddersfield. I'm a graduate from uh, Karachi, Pakistan, Dow Medical College, batch 2003. Um, I've uh, worked in various parts of the country in the field of medicine, explored various specialties, eventually uh, ended up becoming a GP in 2010 and worked in various places in Huddersfield, uh, eventually settling down in Marsh with my own GP practice. Uh, I have an extreme passion for oncology, palliative care, end-of-life care. I've always, uh, I came with a dream to become a palliative care or an oncologist uh, specialist when I came to uh, to England. Uh, but due to various reasons, that did not happen. But I'm very gladly settled as a GP, uh, in which I have the opportunity and ability to be able to work around end-of-life care and make a difference in the community. And I've also worked in a hospice recently, where I've gained valuable experience, and I'm using it for the benefit of the people around me. Um, thank you. Fantastic. So, if you want to WhatsApp or message into the studio, the number is 07444202155. We're going to play a song just to get everyone relaxed, to get Saeed relaxed as well. After that, we're going to go into a discussion about palliative care. It is very serious and... I, you know, if you listen to me every week, you'll know that, you know, my shows are very varied. So sometimes it's all about having a bit of fun. Um, but other times it's about being serious and teaching you and telling you guys about really serious topics as well. So we're going to talk about palliative care. We're going to talk about end of life. We're going to talk a little bit about what all of that means. I've had some questions onto my social media already. We'll be able to answer them. If you want to ask anything else, please message in 07444. 202155 um, and this is Ore Bi by Rahid Fatih Ali Khan it's already started playing in the background we will be back after this Ore Bi Ore Bi Yeah, hustle up. 
Radio Sangha 107.9 FM. I'm Dr. Henna. I do a show at 10 o'clock every Sunday morning. I talk about different health topics every week and this week we're talking about a serious topic. Um, and if you listen to my shows, you'll know that I, I think it's really important to talk about certain things and I always try to bring to the forefront topics that I think maybe are not understood enough or are not discussed enough as well. So I've got GP Dr Said Iqbal with me today and he has a special interest in something called palliative care. If you want to WhatsApp or text us into the studio, if you have any questions, we will be able to answer some questions after 11 o'clock. We are here till 12. So between 11 and 12, we'll be able to answer any questions that you have. It's 07444202155. We've had a couple of messages already. Um, one from one of our lovely presenters, Nasreen, saying, Asalaamu Alaikum. Asalaamu Alaikum, Nasreen. Thank you for joining me today. So, Doctor, what do you want me to call you? Just call you Saeed. Yes, Saeed. <laughs> Dr. Iqbal. Um, Saeed, um, can you, before we even go any further, can you just explain to everyone what it means when we say palliative care? What does that actually mean? Okay. You might, you might go around and find multiple definitions of palliative care, but I'm going to make it easy for you to understand this. So if you, if you want to understand palliative care, if you want to define the word holistic, that might actually end up explaining the whole thing to you very nicely. So palliative is derived from the word palum, which, is, which means a cloak or a chadar, you know, to surround somebody, to comfort somebody. Somebody, is, when, when, when a person is posed with a life-threatening or life-limiting illness, their life changes forever. Them and their, and their parents, their family members, everybody and their friends. So a palliative care is a kind of speciality which engulfs and envelops everybody holistically to sort out their physical needs, their mental needs, spiritual needs. There's lots of new and enhanced and complex problems that arise from it. And this field particularly emphasizes on improving the quality of life, enabling these people to live their lives to the best of their ability and to be themselves towards the end of their lives. Yeah, so what what I understand from it as well is palliative care is not only for people that are dying, it's for symptom control of people that have got a life-limiting illness. So I think that's something that a lot of people don't understand yeah. um, because when those words are used, palliative, yeah. people think, oh, dying. Yeah. And that's not always the case. So a lot of, some of, some people that are suggested for palliative care, for symptom control symptoms, for a life-limiting condition. Yeah. And I think that's one point that I wanted to make today as yeah. well. Um, so, yeah, obviously, Asian radio station is, so we can talk a little bit in Urdu, so we can talk a little bit in Urdu, a little bit older ones, some, some, some listeners, I sometimes I get a message saying, please, can you explain in Urdu as well? So, we are talking about palliative care, so I have a GP, my GP colleague, so their special interest is, so you can talk a little bit in Urdu, so we can talk a little bit in Urdu, so what is this? Look, palliative care is a field, a speciality, जो उन लोगों की मदद के लिए बनी है जिनकी जिनको 
जैसे आप एग्जाम्पल के तौर पर यूज़ करें जैसे कैंसर के डायग्नोसिस ले लिए ये तो एक आम फहम की बात है कि लोग समझते हैं कि सिर्फ मरने वाले इंसान के लिए अप्लाइड होती है लेकिन बहुत सारे लोग जो ट्रीटमेंट पर भी होते हैं जिनकी जिनका क्योर मौजूद होता है जिनका इलाज चल रहा होता है उनको बहुत कॉम्प्लेक्स किस्म की जो है सिम्टम होते हैं उनकी ट्रीटमेंट के दौरान उनकी ट्रीटमेंट की वजह से या उनकी बीमारी की वजह से उसके अलावा बहुत बहुत सारे लोगों को ऐसी बीमारियाँ होती हैं जो बड़ी लंबी चलती हैं जैसे डायबिटीज़ हो गई जैसे हार्ट की डिसीज़ हो गई किडनी फेलियर हो गया बहुत सारी डिसीज़ होती हैं जिसके अंदर सिम्टम कंट्रोल कॉम्प्लेक्स होता है उसको भी हल करने के लिए उसका इलाज करने के लिए पैलेटिव केयर की स्पेशलिटी जो है वो सर फहरिस्त होती है तो चूंकि मैं जीपी पी हूँ जी हर किस्म का काम करता है पेशेंट्स का लेकिन मेरा बैकग्राउंड ऑनकोलॉजी में काम करने का है कैंसर में काम किया हुआ हूँ और वहाँ से मेरी जैसे कहते हैं कि इंसाइट बनी थी थोड़ी कि जो है कि कितनी स्पेशलिस्ट फील्ड है ये क्योंकि हम मेरे जहन में क्योंकि मैं पाकिस्तान से आया था मुझे वहाँ पैलेटिव केयर इतना ज़्यादा वो नहीं है जैसे कहते हैं एडवांस नहीं है तो मेरा ये ख्याल था कि जो लोग एंड ऑफ लाइफ के पेशेंट होते हैं उनके लिए एक टेंडर लविंग केयर का वैल्यू होता है टीएलसी yeah. और कोई स्पेशलिस्ट टीम नहीं होती जो उनका ख्याल रखी होती है कि अमूमन सुना जाता है आपने सुना होगा कि इनको अब घर ले जाएं अल्लाह की मर्जी है तो ऐसे लोगों की दिलजोई के लिए और ऐसे लोगों के की जिसे कहते हैं हिफाजत के लिए सेफ के लिए ये स्पेशलिटी जो है वो मुफीद और कारगर है Yeah so I think I I can kind of reflect on that a little bit as well just within conversations that I've had so what what side said for people that don't understand urdu is that um we feel that sometimes maybe within the asian culture there isn't this kind of um what can we do for people at the end of life there isn't there, there just isn't those those conversations aren't really had and uh, we well you probably didn't know but I feel quite passionately about that as well that you know uh, we should be doing whatever we can to make people feel comfortable um if they're at the end of life or if they have a life limiting illness we as doctors we shouldn't only be caring for people who are living we should be helping those that are life limiting or dying as well mm-hmm. so you know there's there's a great dignity um i think in being able to care for those people and i really feel it's important i think it's something that's not really discussed that much within the asian community um p- people will know that listen to my shows i always talk about things that other people might be a little bit afraid to broach the subject because i think these things need to be talked about okay guys we're going to play another song because i'm going to just give people a bit of a chance to message in i've started to get a couple of messages already 0744202155 Uh, what I'm going to do today um because I normally play like a bit of background upbeat songs but today we're going to go into like a old school a bit of a classic song so I'm going to play like a, a, a some a, an old classic it's called Mena Bulunga it's, it's already started it's by Mukesh and Lataji um after this we're going to go into a, a, a deeper discussion um I know that it might make people feel a bit upset so if you don't want to listen we're going to be talking about death and dying and things like that please i don't want to upset anybody if you don't want to listen then don't listen but it is a really important topic and i thought it was really important to mention it we'll be back after this की धारा में समय की 
listening to Radio Sangam 107.9 FM. This is Dr. Henna, who does her show at uh, 10 o'clock on every Sunday morning. If you're just tuning in now, I'm joined in the studio by Dr. Said Iqbal. He is a, a GP with a special interest in palliative care. Now, if you want to message into the studio, the number is 07444202155. You can text or WhatsApp. We've had a couple of messages already. Thank you um, to Shamiri and Ellen, who's just messaged now. Um, so we're talking about palliative care. Actually, can I just mention something else quickly? I've had a couple of people that are trying to ring the studio. Um, I know that other presenters take calls to the studio, but we can't do that because we're not really allowed to give personal medical advice and it's really hard if somebody rings up and asks a medical question for us to not to give a medical answer to that problem so because we can't give you personal medical advice we can talk about general subjects if you have a question please message into the studio because we can't take live callers on air now I, I do know that other presenters do that and I'm really sorry and I'm really pleased that people are wanting to get involved in the show but if you have a question please 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 just message to the studio 07444 Dr. Iqbal, um, really important question I think that I'm about to ask you now. What do you think that people don't understand uh, about palliative care? Okay, I'll give you a, a general answer to that because uh, we can split that answer into our community and uh, overall the world in general. Uh, people um, usually think that palliative care just means the end of life. So that is one barrier which needs to be broken because we need to understand uh, that where they do specialize in uh, resolving symptoms and helping people towards the very end of life uh, and making giving people a dignified and comfortable death. Uh, palliative care actually specializes and does a lot more in people with ongoing curative treatment for cancers, heart failures, uh, respiratory failure, kidney failure, and various other conditions. Not just physical aspects of it, but the mental health aspects are addressed quite skillfully by very highly trained staff who address uh, and the, the spiritual services as well uh, available in the community to the person going through a difficulty and the family members going through the uh, with them in the same boat. Uh, so that is one barrier which needs to be broken. The other thing is people don't talk about death uh, because there's a there's a big stigma attached. If, if you if you focus on our Asian population, for example, there's a, this is a very common thing to say that don't disclose the diagnosis to the person who is going through it. Yeah, uh, I feel it's almost extremely unjust to deny somebody of that right, of the basic right, that they they need to know what they're going through and what kind of time scales do they have left because uh, they might have multiple things to have achieved, accomplished, get done, get sold, uh, visit or speak about or write about. Uh, if you if you think about it this way, if you put yourself in 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 those in that same position, um, what you, would you have liked to do? Would you have wanted to sell your house? Would you have wanted to write a will? Would you have wanted to do some extra prayers? Would you have wanted to go for pilgrimage? There's so much attached to it, uh, and that can all get overshadowed by the fact. But if a family member steps in and says, "No, you're not going to tell, disclose the diagnosis to my son, my dad, my mom, my grandfather, my grandmother." Uh, it's almost heartbreaking. So to break that barrier, palliative care service, um, as as it as it defines itself, uh, one of its roles is early intervention by early recognition of symptoms, early uh, discussions around the topic. Uh, when somebody is going to be given a diagnosis, a palliative care team can actually work in parallel throughout their treatment journey by solving the issues as they arise. So that's called early intervention, um, and and having a holistic approach means to go through with the patient that the, if, if a patient gets 
an idea that a doctor is an advocate and is on their side you must have heard this or people say this a lot that you know when i when i see my doctor i feel like half of my problems have gone it's doctors like these who discuss things openly with full justice to you who are able to actually make that journey with you and give you that kind of strength uh, to be able to have the best available outcome possible in 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 a given scenario ji to hamara dono ka i think we're very much on the same page with this one um hamara dono ka khayal hai ke jab kisi ko pata chala hai ke acha ye disease life limiting hai ya or you know even when you find out ke okay there's no chance of survival here तो हमारे लोग बहुत ज्यादा है मैंने भी बहुत ज्यादा देखा है कि वो पहला लफज उन्होंने कहा कि इनको बताना नहीं है ओके सो आई सीन लोड्स एंड लोड्स ऑफ टाइम्स एज वेल दैट्स रियली हार्ड फॉर अस डॉक्टर्स बिकॉज देन वी आर इन अ सिचुएशन वेयर वी थिंक ओके नाउ आई हैव टू टेल द पेशेंट बिकॉज दैट्स हाउ इट वर्क्स हियर बट नॉट ओनली दैट्स हाउ इट वर्क्स दैट्स व्हाट वी फील दैट शुड बी डन बिकॉज फॉर फॉर द पर्सन दे माइट हैव थिंग्स दे वांट टू डू उन्होंने कुछ बात करनी होगी उन्होंने अपने कोई अफेयर्स सही करने होंगे शायद उन्होंने कोई दुआ मांगनी होगी वी डोंट नो बट वी हैव टू गिव पीपल द राइट टू मेक दैट डिसीजन दमसेल्व्स एज द पेशेंट एंड आई रियली फील दैट विद यू एज वेल आई हैड लॉट्स ऑफ एक्सपीरियंस विद दैट एज वेल वाई डू यू थिंक इट्स लाइक दैट ये थोड़ा कल्चरल मसला है ये बिकॉज देखिए हम मुसलमान हैं हम हम जानते हैं कि मौत बरहक है मरना है डेथ इज़ डेफिनेटली गोइंग टू हैपन तो ये विद द पैसेज ऑफ टाइम इसके इसके गिरद एक इतनी बड़ी दीवार खड़ी कर दी गई कि इसके बारे में डिस्कस नहीं करना तो ये मामला कुछ समझ में नहीं आता तो उसको इसका हल निकालना बड़ा ज़रूरी है और इसका हल बहुत एकदम से नहीं निकल आएगा इसके लिए स्लो प्रोग्रेशन अवेयरनेस क्रिएट करने की बात होनी चाहिए दूसरा इसका एस्पेक्ट ये है कि आपने आपको पता होगा यहाँ हॉस्पिस हैं जो कि स्पेशलिस्ट एंड ऑफ लाइफ सर्विस प्रोवाइड कर रही होती हैं जहाँ पर बेहतरीन किस्म की मैनेजमेंट होती है और पेशेंट को कंफर्टेबल रखा जाता है पेशेंट को पॉजिटिव एनर्जी दी जाती है उसकी फिजियो की जाती है उसको एनेबल किया जाता है उसकी स्पिरिचुअल नीड्स मीट की जाती हैं हमारे यहाँ जब तस्करा होता है कि किसी पेशेंट को हॉस्पिस के अंदर केयर के लिए भेजा जाए तो फौरन नो आ जाता है क्योंकि लोग समझते हैं कि हॉस्पिस गए तो वहाँ से वापस नहीं आ सकेंगे yeah. तो आई थिंक उसको तोड़ने का एक तरीका ये है कि हॉस्पिस को विजिट किया जाए हॉस्पिस के बारे में मालूम किया जाए वेबसाइट देखी जाए इसकी जैसे हमारी हर्डिसफील्ड में कर्कपुर हॉस्पिस है उसकी आप वेबसाइट देखें उस पर बहुत अमेजिंग अमाउंट ऑफ इन्फॉर्मेशन मौजूद है कम्युनिटी पैरेटिव केयर के हवाले से पैरेटिव केयर सिर्फ ये नहीं कि आप हॉस्पिस में ही जाएं हॉस्पिस की टीम आपको घर पे भी रीच करती है हमारे चले हम अपने एजेंट्स की बात कर रहे हैं तो हम चाहते हैं कि हम अपने रिश्तेदारों की अपने भाई बहनों की अपने माँ बाप की केयर ज़्यादा से ज़्यादा घर पर कर सकें ठीक है हमारे अंदर एक ये चीज़ हमारे इन्फ्यूज बचपन से होती है कि हम जिम्मेदार हैं हम ख्याल रखेंगे टूवर्ड्स दी एंड तो हॉस्पिस क्यों लेके जाना पड़े अगर आप बेस्ट तरीके से किसी का ख्याल रखना चाहते हैं तो आप उनको बेस्ट केयर प्रोवाइड करना चाहते हैं जैसे आपको एक अच्छा स्पेशलिस्ट देखना होता है अपनी हार्ट के लिए तो आप बेस्ट डॉक्टर ढूंढने की कोशिश करते हैं ठीक है तो इसी तरह अगर आप हॉस्पिस के बारे में बात करें तो आप एक बेस्ट टीम के पास अगर अपनी रिलेटिव को लेके जाना चाहें इसलिए नहीं कि वो सिर्फ बनने के लिए जा रहे हैं बल्कि वहाँ पर जाके उनकी सिम्टम कंट्रोल बेहतर मैनेज होगी हमें पता चल जाएगा कि किस लेवल पर क्या ट्रीटमेंट देनी इतना पेन रिलीफ देना है इतनी एंगजाइटी रिलीफ है इतना एजिटेशन रिलीफ है और ये पैकेज जो है इन आप उस पेशेंट को अपने घर पर ला सकते हैं घर घर लाके वही ट्रीटमेंट मिरर करके सेम ट्रीटमेंट आप घर पे भी दे सकते हैं तो हॉस्पिस को इस नज़र से ना देखा जाए कि ये एक मरने की जगह है हॉस्पिस को इस नज़र से देखा जाए कि ये केयर इम्प्रूव और इन्हांस करने का तरीका है और ये हमारी कम्युनिटी
کمیونٹی میں بے انتہا ضروری ہے کہ لوگ اس کے بارے میں معلوم کریں کہ آخر یہ ہاسپس ہے کیا So you talked about one particular hospice but we've we've got listeners from all over so I mean it, it can be anywhere really you can speak to your doctors about that now what we're trying to say is that when somebody gets to a point where a doctor said you know this person's approaching the end of life we think that instead of having this kind of shutdown of I don't want to know, I don't want to get involved um, that means that, you know, this is the end now I just sometimes it's because people can't cope with it which is understandable but just like you would go to a specialist for anything else you want people that specialize in this area to help somebody with their symptom control you know, if somebody's in pain you want somebody that knows what they're doing um, and help you with the pain control and the other thing as well is when you do get involvement with people it doesn't mean that you have to go away from the home so you can have this stuff done at home and that's something that a lot of patients have said to me is that I don't want the person to go anywhere else they don't have to because you can get this care, this treatment at home I really feel that uh, people should uh, be more open um, to these discussions because we can provide care to people at the end of their life uh, to help them with their symptoms and I really feel that it's important to do that. I feel really passionate about it. I think that people should have access to medications and people for support as well. Um, can you just explain a little bit what we mean when we say end of life care? Hmm. end of life care refers to the stages when we know that the person all uh, active treatment for some kind of cancer for example has stopped or a person's respiratory state has reached to for example a respiratory failure patient is beyond salvage but somebody's heart failure is so extreme that there is no other way possible they're not fit enough to undergo any interventions take care they're not fit for anesthesia they're not fit for hospital admission and they are likely to die in the event of a cardiac arrest and they are extremely uh, poorly towards the very end of their lives yeah. that that is the end of life stage Yeah. where some sometimes people end up being admitted to hospice and needing a terminal care in a dignified way where where the whole family doesn't have to go and witness every single seizure every single you know panic attack every single thing which the, which the person wouldn't have wanted to if they were in a in a healthy state yeah. you know dying with dignity is a very big thing um uh, i've started to get a couple of messages um from people saying thank you for talking about such a difficult topic and um i i said to said during the during the song earlier that my aim today is not to give lots and lots of information it's just to get people to talk about it and to get people to just listen to doctors you know when they broach that subject and maybe just to think about what is it that's scary um what is it that you don't understand and you know as doctors we feel really passionately about caring for people at the end of their life as well as people through their life as well and i guess it's just opening up those sort of conversations and wanting other people to discuss it as well um and that was my kind of aim with the show if you're just tuning in now and with Dr. Said Iqbal who is a GP with a uh, special interest in palliative care you can message us on 
0844-202-155. I know today's topic might upset some people. I know that. Um, but I feel it's really important to talk about these things, you know, within our community, within all the community as well. Right, we're going to go to another song. It's by Adele. We'll be back after that. We've got some questions coming in. We're going to answer after 11 o'clock, but we'll continue this chat about palliative care after this. So this is Adele, and this is called Make You Feel My Love. So we'll be back after this. Thank you.
film I love to make you film I Radio Sangam 107.9 FM. I'm Dr. Henna. I'm doing a show today. I started at 10 o'clock and I'll be here till 12. If you miss any of my shows and you'd like to listen back, um, they are all available uh, on the uh, Sangam website, which is www.radiosangam.co.uk. And also, most of my shows go on to a podcast on Spotify as well afterwards. And some people um, message me and ask me, how can we pick topics for you to talk about on your show? Yeah, so people can message me on social media. I'm on Instagram, Dr. D-O-C-T-O-R dot henna H-E-N-N-A and, I, and um, I get a lot of messages but I do get through them and I do pick some topics because people have suggested them to me and I'm on Twitter as well and that's at henna H-E-N-N-A Anwar A-N-W-A-R I'm joined in the studio very kindly today by GP Dr. Said Iqbal and we've been talking about palliative and end of life care I've had some questions in already we'll be able to answer those after 11 o'clock um, but we'll continue the discussion that we plan now um, Saeed, what sort of things can we actually do for people at the end of life care to help them with their symptoms? What do we do for them? That's a very good question because uh, when you talk about palliative care symptoms, you're talking about end of life symptoms which are not straightforward. I'll give you a very simple example of this. Uh, there's, as, as a GP, you, you and me, we prescribe lots of painkillers to people. For very, we follow the WHO pain ladder. But what, what is different about pain in palliative care is the pain is extremely multifactorial. So there is anxiety elements which are fueling the pain. There is physical pain. There is mental pain. There is spiritual pain. There's the pain of not having been able to achieve the goals I was supposed to achieve. There's a pain of losing you know the control I used to have, the the things I've achieved all 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 of my life. You got to think in the in the patient's perspective, what situation they are in now, as compared to what they were in a few weeks to a few days ago. So they've hit a brick brick wall. They are now faced with symptoms which only they are going to experience, and not the other people who are not going through the same situation. Because uh, because it's so specialized and complicated, a palliative care specialist is able to assess this kind of pain 
very well. Talk about it better. Deal with it better. Provide better strategy. Okay, pain is one, one aspect I've just talked about. If you talk about breathlessness, just think about somebody being breathless. What's going on? Is it something to do with the lungs, something with the heart? Or are they just being extremely anxious and panicky? A normal person, if they see a wild animal approaching them, they will start to breathe really fast. So that's breathlessness, right? So breathlessness can also be fueled by various other problems. So a psychological element and aspect, if not dealt with in symptom control, it cannot be addressed with simple basic medications, which brings the concept of palliative care there. So end of life poses symptoms like breathlessness, um, you know, uh, tachycardia, falls, uh, headaches, seizures, bleeding. Now, if you think about bleeding, for example, I'm just giving examples to make it easier for the public to understand. A doctor sees a person bleed, a doctor deals with it, you know, secures the bleeding site and, and, and does everything that needs to be done. A family member, on the other hand, who is not medically trained, and a person who's got a, a life-limiting or life-threatening illness at home and is bleeding profusely, is not going to be able to deal with it. The shock of it will leave the person scarred forever. And and that's where the concept of, you know, holistic care comes in. When, when you talk about the whole family involved and the carers involved, the loved ones involved, everybody goes through that, that same journey. You don't have to uh, if you've got a specialist who can actually heal those wounds for you or cover those or, or deal with those wounds for you, if you want to call it. So there's complicated uh, symptomatology that is de- de- dealt with by a palliative care doctor. Uh, in the community as well as in a hospice setting but that's why it's so important to have palliative care services yeah so i think that's one of the points that i wanted to make really so it is about symptom control and it is about when somebody's approaching the end of life that we do want to make them feel more comfortable in whatever way that we can and we can't do that if people are not happy to accept the help and support available and that's the probably the main point that i wanted to make today is first of all we need to open discussions about it um we need uh, to let people talk about it we 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 need to allow other people to help um patients that are in that situation so if they're in pain you know we want to help and I'm sure as family members and as friends and whoever I'm sure you want people to feel comfortable as well so we need to get past our own um, uncomfortable feelings about dealing with the situation and think about the person that needs those services and and that's kind of I think the main point that I wanted to make today I, I know I talk about a lot of um, taboo subjects. I know that. Maybe that's why some people listen to my shows. I don't know. Um, but yeah, and I really appreciate you coming in and talking so openly and honestly about it. Um, and that's kind of the discussion that I wanted to have with you as a planned discussion. Now, I have opened up. So after 11 o'clock, people have asked um, to answer questions. And I have had some questions come in. Um, a couple of questions to my social media and then there's people that are messaging in now and we'll be able to answer those after 11 o'clock. So um, if you've just tuned in now, we've been talking about palliative care since 10 o'clock. My name's Dr Henna. I'm here if you're listening for the first time. I'm on Radio Sangam every Sunday morning at 10 o'clock. I talk about a different health topic every week. For example, next week I'll be talking about cancer screening in association with the British Islamic Medical Association. Um, people are messaging in, so you can message us on 07444202155. Thank you to the people that have sent messages in. Um, Uzma, thank you so much for this message that says the guest explaining so well in Urdu, especially a topic that people don't really think about until they are a family member 
I'm in that situation and thank you doctor for doing a show on it um, it's absolutely my pleasure Asma. Um, Shamira from Ellen thank you for your messages as well um, my mum's messaged in to say well done for talking about it Mitazer thank you very much um, you've, ans- you've asked some questions about pain relief we'll, we'll be able to answer those after 11 o'clock um, and we've had a few, a couple of messages from people that haven't put their names at the end so if you're messaging me for the first time and you don't have your name then please um, add that on so if I read your message out then then I can I can uh, uh, mention your name as well. So um, as I said, I'm going to play a bit of old, very old, like Indian today. Um, this one I'm going to dedicate to my mum. It's called Mera Pyar Vohe. Um, it's one of their wedding songs. Um, we'll be back after the news, after the ads. We'll be back after eleven o'clock. Enjoy this, mum. <laughs> मेरा प्यार वो है के मर कर भी तुमको जुदा अपनी बाहों से होने न देगा मिली मुझको जन्नत तो जन्नत के बदले खुदा से मेरी जा तुम्हें मांग लेगा मेरा प्यार वो है Go on. 
Listening to Radio Sangam 107.9 FM in Yorkshire. We're on DAB, Manchester, Birmingham, and Glasgow. Some people are listening on their phone up the Radio Sangam app on their phone, and you can listen to me across the country by doing that, or even over the world. Or you might be listening online on www.radiosangam.co.uk. You can listen live, or if you've missed a show and you've just tuned in now, you can actually listen to all my shows later on on the website and later on on Spotify. It's the 15th of November. It's about quarter past 11. I'm joined in the studio and I've been here since 10 o'clock with Dr. Said Iqbal. We've been talking about palliative care and we've been talking about end-of-life care. And we know that it is a subject very close to people's hearts, especially if they've just had a recent bereavement or something like that. But we both thought it was a really important topic to mention. Um, we're going to try and be a bit light-hearted a little bit later on in the show we've got a few questions we're going to answer now so we've finished our kind of main points that we wanted to make across so so the main point just a bit of a recap shall we give a bit of a recap of kind of what our main salient point was so the reason that i think it's important to talk about end of life and palliative care is that i think it's just as important to take care of people that have got a life-limiting illness or people that are dying just as important as it is to deal with people living with their conditions and I think we just need to help provide a dignity uh, in that when somebody gets to that role so that's kind of my reason for getting you in um so if you could give a very brief recap of why you think it's actually important for people to just talk about it or um, think about palliative care or think about end-of-life care why why is it important to you why do you think people should should know about it I think death affirms life and it's uh, needless to say it's uh, such an important topic to break all the taboos throughout the world it's not just um, the communities in Asia and all it's it's here as well it's all over the world if we can actually start to think about how we uh, we can break the barrier of communicating these things through so communication is the key in my in my um, if, if you want a nutshell summary of it I think communication is the main thing that needs to be enhanced if you if you want to um, have palliative care services anywhere in, in the world if you want to call it and to create awareness of this and what specialist services are available um, by uh, getting people to talk about first of all to talk about the diagnosis talk about death and then then be able to actually address the problem at hand so what we're doing at the moment in general what's the problem we are facing in the community is people are trying to deal with the problem without breaking that first barrier and you're ending up in a stage quite late where the first first two or three steps had not been undertaken so the ladder is broken we need to fix that ladder 
So that's one really important thing too. We need to break that fear and anxiety associated with hospices uh, in, in general. Uh, three, uh, we need we completely understand where people come from when they say they need to care for their loved ones towards the end of life. Yes, I'd like to tell them that yes, they are still all able to care for their loved ones in the end of life, but they can use some help from people who deal with this for their daily living, if you, want to, if you want to call it, their bread and butter is dealing with end-of-life situations. So if you have some help from them, you, they can help you help them better. So don't have to feel that kind of pressure, whether it's a cultural pressure or it's, or it's anything to do with your personal lives. Um, and, and start talking about it. Break the barrier. It is going to happen. Everybody is going to face it. We need to be able to at least talk about it, something that is definitely going to happen. So, if you have something and you want more information, um, you can speak to your own GP um, or you can speak to the local palliative care teams. Or there's loads of information online available. So, if you go to the NHS website, that will link to loads of different things. So, NHS.uk and also all the local hospices have lots of information usually online as well. No, I think that it's a important topic because I've been a doctor for 10 years now and I've seen that understanding what that means. Now we'll go on to a couple of questions now. So somebody messaged in to say that they feel scared at the thought of visiting. So there's somebody that they know um, is is at that stage and it's been suggested to them but they feel scared at the thought of visiting the hospice what can we give some advice to that person absolutely uh, I would have liked to know a bit more what makes you scared about the thought of the hospice and I also wanted to know if it was hospice about yourself or about a loved one look um, if, if you first of all I'd, I'd recommend if you go online and have a have a read about the hospice movement and how it actually came into existence which i won't bore you with right now but it's quite quite of relevant to the whole thing uh, and it will kind of lift most of your anxiety about the hospice so for, to relieve that kind of anxiety my recommendation is visit a hospice they will be more than happy to allow you to have a visit they'll take you take you through there you know, out the, the, the settings where there's drop-in centers, they'll take you through the inpatient unit, they'll explain how things are working. You'd be surprised to see how many people actually go home from the hospice rather than they're there to stay till the end. There's more people going home from there after the symptoms are on top, when they're on top of their symptoms. Um, uh, and uh, also, when it comes to religion and culture, there is extreme amount of dignity. Uh, they exercise. There's a, there's a lot of support available. For example, I'm a Muslim, and, and they offer you facilities for offering prayers. They put your bed in the direction of the Holy Kaaba. They, you know, they have their religious chaplain. They allow your mulanas to visit. They allow your parents and, and, and families to visit. You know, they actually understand you as a person holistically uh, at the hospice and they deal with you in the best possible way. Now, some people also confuse hospice and hospital. It's nowhere near a hospital setting. A hospice is providing some hospital-like treatment for some certain conditions and symptoms. But overall, if you were to visit a hospice, I can tell you now, you'll come out saying, it was beautiful. First of all, it was a beautiful environment. It was very calming, very very serene. The staff were very amenable. The staff were extremely friendly. They were open to chatting. The, the person's bed was uh, in, in a room which was facing a lovely view, like a garden or a stream and things like that. It will change the perspective of hospice forever. Also, 
they open their doors for counseling and even after a person has died they still let you come and dro- have their those drop in sessions where you meet people who've been through some similar journeys and you know, you get to vent you get to talk about it you get to get that superb um, bereavement counseling if you want to call it there's so much to offer before during and after the the whole of this um, end of life journey of a person and the family so my recommendation to you is first of all try and explore about the hospice movement it will enlighten you a lot and also try and visit local hospice it will definitely allay all your anxieties and fears about it yeah thank you so much um for the person who didn't put their name but thank you for asking that question and i hope that that's helped a little bit now the other question that i got asked quite a lot on my social media um which i'll just uh, tr- try my best to answer myself because i've dealt with that situation quite a lot of times myself anyway um, people are asking what do you mean when you say DNAR so DNAR means do not attempt resuscitation so that's what that means so when we talk about resuscitation that means that artificially trying to restart the heart um, or trying to start the person from breathing so at that point the person's heart has already stopped okay so what DNAR does not mean that you would not offer the person treatment so you would still get treatment for any condition that you needed for example if somebody had a DNAR form done and they needed antibiotics for a chest infection for example you would still do that so it doesn't mean that the treatment has stopped and that is a question that I used to get asked loads and loads so I worked in hospitals for many years before I moved to general practice and it's a question that I used to get asked all the time um, so very used to answering that question so it does not mean that your treatment is stopping what it means is that if your heart or if the person's heart was to stop beating that we would not try to restart it and the reason for that is is usually it's because somebody has a life limiting illness or it means that somebody's got a diagnosis that means that um bringing them or trying to restart the heart just would not be favorable for them so it's a hard decision that's made by doctors it should be discussed very sensitively with family and people should understand what that means so do not attempt resuscitation does not mean that treatment stops it means that if somebody's heart was to stop beating that you wouldn't try to restart the heart and that those decisions are made usually when that the 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 attempt of that to happen would be unsuccessful so we think it would be unsuccessful anyway and it really it's a kind of you don't want to put the person at the right at the end of their life really through that because the chances of the of somebody getting through that at the end of their life uh, with their heart stopping and trying to restart the heart it wouldn't work and it's a really uh invasive it's very invasive um obviously i've been involved in that a few times um you know when i've dealt with cardiac arrest situations and things so it's a decision made very sensitively by doctors it does not mean that treatment stops and it's a question that i get asked all the time so um somebody messaged me saying a family member of mine's dnar does that mean that they'll, they'll stop all their medications no it doesn't mean that so what it means is if they, they, their body got to a point where the heart was to stop beating naturally that doctors would not try and restart it and the reason for that is because um somebody or a team of doctors have deemed that it would be an unsuccessful and really what we're trying to do is just give that person at, at that moment in time just the dignity because you know rather than I'm going to say it jumping on the chest and sticking loads of tubes in because that's what happens really okay so um I'm going to take it a little bit 
more chilled out now because we've been talking about really serious topics, haven't we? So we've got a few minutes left because all what I do, Saeed, I usually like move all my ads to the end of the show. So I'm, I'm going to have to finish my show in about ooh, 20 minutes, 20, 25 minutes. So I'm going to play a song that's a little bit more upbeat just to get us in a after we've done this whole serious discussion just to get us in a, a nicer mood because after we come back for a few minutes we're just going to talk about how doctors are not always doctors all the time we like to do other things as well so we're going to have a little bit of a surprise for you listeners so stay tuned it's a little bit more upbeat um i'm going to play a song uh, that somebody requested and i can't remember who it was um uh, somebody requested last week and i couldn't find it so i'm going to play it now it's called Jog- jogada um, and i hadn't really heard it much before but it sounds very nice so we'll play that we'll be back after this with a bit of a surprise for you
Radio Sangam 107.9 FM. This is Dr. Henna. I've been here since 10 o'clock. Um, I'm going to have to finish in about 15, 20 minutes because I always try and move my ads to the end of the show so I don't get disturbed in between. Um, but so we've been talking about palliative care and we've been able to answer a couple of questions. I'm sorry we couldn't answer all the questions that were coming in um, because we tried to kind of get the gist of the important things kind of out there. Now, um, if you want to listen back, if you missed it, a really important topic, please listen back on www.radiosangam.co.uk or look out for my show, 15th of November show on Spotify. Right, what I want to talk about for the last few minutes is um, doctors, uh, people kind of always see us as, oh, very kind of deadpan, a bit straight, a bit boring, uh, very serious, can't have a laugh with. Um, so, um, I mean, you guys know me now, like for the listeners that I've got over the few weeks, like I, I started a radio show. So that was a very out there, I suppose, thing to do for a doctor to just go and start talking about things on the radio. Um, I mean, I mean, I know it's very health related and I talk about different health topics every week. But when I spoke to Dr. Saeed and he said, oh, um, so kind of on social media, so we linked to, OK, let's have a chat about palliative care clicked on his profile and then there was a link to um he doesn't know that i'm talking about this listeners Shh. <laughs> when i clicked on his link um it took me to a youtube channel dr Iqbal, and then it took me to some videos of you singing <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> Um, when did you get into that? Can you tell me a little bit more about that? And the reason I'm talking about that is, listeners, is because I'm trying to show you that doctors kind of do do other stuff outside of work. You know, we're not kind of super, super serious all the time. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about that? I'm, I'm blushing. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, I've been thinking since I was a kid, really, in school, university, especially in my college, medical colleges. And uh, I still sing. With my friends and a group of friends, I've got my own YouTube channel. What's the, uh, what's the YouTube channel so people can check it out? Pesha Khidmat. Pesha okay. Khidmat. Uh, it's not just singing, we're doing uh, discussions on, you know, d- yeah. discussing how songs have evolved, how culture has evolved. Okay. It's just quite an entertaining channel. It's all very different. Um, my own YouTube page has got just my own name, Sayyid Amjad Iqbal. I do some, I record songs and I just Can I, I just put post you on them. the spot? Yeah, <laughs> uh, after after topic like palliative care. Yeah, yeah but you know, sure, why not? Well, right. So when you work in medicine, we go from having to deal with something really serious one minute to going to something really lighthearted the next minute. And you know, you never know what's going to be happening in a day, do we really? No, um, yeah, so this is like that, really, isn't it? And you know, uh, my listeners know. Um, 
I try and be upbeat and lighthearted because even serious topics, I think, need to be discussed as part of everyday life. I don't think there shouldn't be this, oh my God, we can't discuss it and now everything needs to be silent and quiet. Um, I'm doing that on purpose, listeners, to try and convince him. I'm going to ask him if he'll, if he'll sing something. Will you sing something? Okay, a few lines maybe. Yeah, go Bollywood on. song? Yeah. Anything you like. like uh, okay. Uh, it's one of my favourite songs from my college years. Yeah? So, yeah. Whatever you want. I won't look at you. <laughs> okay, that's I fine. Won't Thank look you. At you. Such a hake dil to dukha hai magar socha dil ko hai gham kyun aankh hai nam kyun hona hi tha jo hua hai us baat ko jaane hi do jiska kal ho na ho har ghadi badal rahi hai dhoop zindagi chhao hai kabhi kabhi hai dhoop zindagi har pal Kal ho na ho. Love you, right? That's amazing. Oh, I'm not gonna lie; it's so much better than I thought you were gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> that was fantastic. So not prepared for it. I'm no, just. That was brilliant. I'm so sorry for putting you on the spot, but okay. you dealt with it so That's well. Right. I thought you were gonna say absolutely no way. I'm not gonna <laughs> sing after I've been talking about something like palliative care, but that was absolutely fantastic. I'm so pleased. I've had some loads of messages coming in saying it's really good. That's <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> shocked i thought you were going to be like listeners i genuinely did not think he was going to be that good i was thinking in the back of my mind if he's not good how am i going to tell <laughs> tell him that i liked it but i don't need to lie um that was fantastic wasn't it um <laughs> people are messaging in saying he's got a really good voice <laughs> mashallah good and cool wow amazing voice yeah he was really good wasn't he um so i mean I think the reason that I asked him to do that is because I just wanted people to see that, you know, as doctors, we're not always really serious. We do other things outside of work. Like me, I do this radio work and, you know, um, Saeed, he does this YouTube singing and everything. And it's just for people to feel, I guess I want people to think that we know that we're approachable. So, you know, and you don't feel like talking and you're worried about what we'll think or what we'll say or will you be able to have a conversation with people that are serious? Yes, you can. Um, you know, we're just like everybody else. We're normal people, just like you all are. We want you to come and speak to us about your um duck suck you know your your problems come and talk to us don't don't sit at home worrying about something you know if you can come and speak to us in relation to what i've talked about today if there's things that you're worried about that you think you know you know somebody that's maybe approaching the end of life or even if it's you if you're worried about something go and speak to your doctor you know speak to your family of course but you know your doctors your gp your general practitioners are there we are here for you we've remained open throughout this pandemic and you know the appointment system might be a little bit different you might have a you might have to uh, have an appointment on the phone first instead of being seen in person but we are there um and <laughs> people are messaging in saying i want to change my doctor um, i'm sure your doctor's just as just i'm sure your doctor's just as uh, just as chilled out um as we are um, i like to say that i'm chilled out who sometimes i'm not chilled out sometimes i'm very serious right so 
Last uh, song, um, I'm going to play something by Mariah Carey uh, and Whitney Houston. It's called When You Believe, and it's just something that I like. So we're going to play that, and then we're going to round up the show afterwards. Um, So this is um, When You Believe by Mariah Carey and Whitney Houston. And I'll be back after this to kind of do our kind of end of show uh, spiel. Um.
You're listening to Radio Sangam 107.9 FM. This is Dr. Henna. I was here since 10 o'clock. I'm going to have to wrap my show up soon. Um, I just wanted to say that I really thought it was important to talk about these sort of things like palliative care and end of life because I don't think that they're discussed enough about. Uh, and as a doctor, I want to be able to come on here and give people information, correct information, and just get people talking about things really. <laughs> really heartfelt thanks to Dr Saeed Iqbal who came and did the show with me and unfortunately he's just had to leave um, but on behalf of Radio Sangam, Dr Iqbal thank you so much thank you to all of the guests that come in and do my shows with me um, I've had some fantastic people that have come in so far we've talked about so many different things uh, I've had one message in this morning um, just a request to talk about something so somebody said have you talked about infertility um, no I haven't really talked about it yet but I am planning to do some infertility talks within the new year so please keep listening um, and listen out for that you know it is a subject that I, I, I am planning to talk about <laughs> I do a lot of talking about cancer, about mental health, about, you know, women's issues. So I talk a lot about women's things as well. Um, I've had some celebrity guests in my show as well. So I had comedian Tez Elias that came and did my show. Um, last week, uh, I had uh, Shamima, who had been on Race Across the World, uh, which is a BBC series. <laughs> got some plans for some fantastic shows next week i'm talking about something really really important i'm talking about cancer screening with um as part of uh, the british islamic medical association uh, in association with the muslim council of britain and i am going to be asking actually local mosques to listen to um the first hour of my talk uh, next week so you know listen out for that really important topic um as my shows are going along, um, I know I'm getting more regular listeners. I get loads of really lovely messages. Thank you so much for people that message me and just encourage me to do this show. Um, I stepped really out of my comfort zone to do it because I really feel passionate about getting health education, correct health education out to the communities. And I, I really hope that with you listening um, to me that you are, or it is helping you kind of learning something. I really hope that that's the case. If you want to message me outside the shows, I'm on Instagram at drdoctor.henna. I'm on Twitter. Um, Henna Anwar. Uh, thank you, Uzma. Thank you, Daha. Thank you, Mitazer. Thank you, Shamira. Thank you, Mum. <laughs> thank you, uh, Nasreen. Thank you, Kushbu. Thank you to a few people that messaged in without their names. Um, please, when you message me, can you let me know who you are so I know I know who you are to say thank you. Um, I end every week with a Rumi quote. Um, this week's Rumi quote is goodbyes are only for those who love with their eyes for those who love with their heart and soul there is no such thing as separation and that's my roomy quote for today keep listening guys thank you for your support thank you for every every single message that people send in and say i've learned something or it's really helped me you know i do these we do these shows of volunteers um, and and you know i just want to get that information out there so the the, the last song i'm also going to dedicate to my mum um as well 
um and um yeah until next week i wish you peace and good health and i'll be back next sunday morning um 10 o'clock please join me for the really this really really important um topic next week on cancer screening um i wish you peace and good health kabhi kabhi mere dil mein khayal aa 